Hi there, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and across the Six Nations as Europe's elite go head-to-head in rugby's oldest international competition. Each week, we'll be looking at the QBE predictor, which forecasts the results of each round of matches. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe now and download wherever you get your podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers, and this is The Leader. The music of Sarah Class, composer, environmentalist, and the musician writing a song for the King's coronation, as requested by the monarch himself. With just over two weeks to go until the big event, the preparations for King Charles's coronation are well and truly underway. Midnight rehearsals have taken place, the official guest list confirmed, and even a coronation quiche has been selected. The King has requested the environmentalist, composer, singer-songwriter Sarah Class write some music for the occasion. And Sarah joins me now. I write music for all sorts of genres, particularly film and television, and that is sort of cinematic scores and things. Also, I do a lot of music just for album works. I love writing music in the classical crossover vein. Although I have started out doing a lot of Americana and singer-songwriter music, so it's really very broad what I love doing. And, and when you are writing for TV, you get asked to do all sorts of different things. Sarah, you've carved out quite a niche for yourself with music and nature. How did you manage to get into that area? I really always wanted to write for nature programs when I was really little because I I saw these lovely programs of David Attenborough and I thought and somebody must write the music for those. <laughs> so how it really happened was that I nagged somebody at the at the BBC for a, for quite a while uh to to give me a job and and that I had my first break was actually working at the BBC on a very short term two week contract. And so I was there, but it was still hard to get noticed and to get established because there were no female composers as far as I, I was aware, maybe just one, I think. And so really, it was quite difficult. I, I probably sent 200 CDs out <laughs> um, just to get somebody to notice me. And it was very hard because you're starting out. I was starting out as a as a production assistant and a researcher in fact I think my first job was was secretarial and then the same producer that gave me that first break I I met him in the canteen in the BBC and I I remember saying have you got anything have you got any any television or any radio stuff I think I had done a little bit of work for radio I'd been doing some corporate videos so I had a few things that I had done behind me and then he said well actually there is something but we've only got 400 pounds. <laughs> and I remember thinking at the time, well, that's a fortune. It's great, you know. And, and I wasn't really worried anyway, because I just thought, I just really want to, I just really want to write some music for a beautiful nature program. And that's what happened. Um, I had to do a little demo. I can't remember the film, but it was dolphins and whales. And all I had was pretty much a small computer program with a keyboard and and, a re- and some recording equipment small small amounts of 
setup really. So yes, that was my first break. When I started out, I just did anything and everything, however little. I didn't know where it would go. Um, whatever the budget, I just did everything. I didn't turn things down. I did some fairly, some big natural worlds, I think, that from from everything that I was doing, I think just just it started to just snowball. But But Africa somehow seemed to be put me on the map. And then I'd also done the environmental series State of the Planet, which was probably the first BBC series that was actually aimed at what are we doing to our planet, not just here are some beautiful animals, aren't they lovely? Let's appreciate them. That was a turning point for me, perhaps. And then Africa certainly was, BBC Madagascar on top of that, when I was nominated for an Emmy for both of those. I got noticed from that point a lot more, I think. And amongst your impressive back catalogue, you previously worked on a piece of music for COP26. How did that project come about? Well, I heard about um, King Charles's Terracotta project. He was then the Prince of Wales. And I thought this was really forward-looking and extremely reassuring and uh, quite progressive. And it's really all about putting nature as the driving force of our economy and getting businesses to become more sustainably active. And I thought this is amazing. So I sat down and wrote him a letter at home. I just sat there one day and I just felt compelled to do this because I was so encouraged by the nature of the project. And I told him I was a composer writing for film and television. I explained that I worked for the World Land Trust as ambassador, raising awareness of their campaigns through my music. And also that in motion in music, I felt really sold conservation. And I just asked him whether there was any possibility that I could help with his project and sent him some music in the post. And and I just forgot about the letter, actually. And then I guess it was about... Six weeks later, I had the most lovely letter from him, personal letter, saying that he was uh, delighted to have heard from me and that he also felt that emotion within music can convey this conservation message. Would I be happy to write him a terracotta theme? So terracotta and Sustainable Markets Initiative are, you know, they're connected. I, he just said, could you get in touch with my office? And I just thought this is amazing, absolutely amazing and a dream come true because not only is it for the Prince of Wales, but it's for such uh, an amazing project that I felt was actively doing things for the environment. I ended up writing this piece of music, Terracotta theme, which was actually called Rhythm of the Earth. And we can actually hear a clip of Rhythm of the Earth now. What was it like, Sarah, when you actually met then Prince Charles for the first time in person? You've both got a shared passion for the environment. Was it kind of like a meeting of the minds? I did feel a meeting of the minds. It was very brief, but I just felt in that moment, it did feel like a, a complete understanding because I think, and the understanding in, in, a, in a glimpse really was that there's a lot of work to do and that that time is running out. We need to act for the environment and to to save our biodiversity. So I know that sounds quite a big thing to say, but it felt like within that meeting and a brief chat about Terracotta, that that was it, that, oh, please, can can, can we get something done about this? 
Let's go to the ads. Stay there to hear more from Sarah Class on how she was asked to compose music for the King's coronation. Welcome back. Still with me is composer, singer-songwriter and environmentalist Sarah Class. So on to the coronation now, Sarah. I know it's all very secretive, but how did you get approached to compose music for this historical event? Just before Christmas, I had a call from the palace saying you've been chosen to be one of the 12 composers to write a piece of music for the coronation, which was an incredible moment and that's how that happened it was just before Christmas then of course we had to be discreet about it couldn't talk about it for a little while and that point I'd already started to get ideas together for it there was no particular brief except that I knew it had to be for solo voice and at the time it was mooted that Pretty Yende would be asked to sing the piece of music and Graham Davies was going to be writing the lyrics. So it ended up being a sacred piece of music with imagery from the from the Bible. Graham has written a beautiful lyrics, beautiful words to the song. And between us, in a very synergistic way, so we've come up with this. And also, I would say, within the music itself, I wanted it to have this bridge between the angelic realms and the human realms. And be a sort of place to overcome all troubles and problems because we're we are facing uh, a lot of difficulties at the moment on this planet from from all in all sides on all sides so really it's about banishment of fear and and also protection of our natural world and the beauty of our natural world and above all the pieces about unity and love so I've put all of that into this piece of music and I hope people feel it in their hearts when they hear it. I feel it's quite cinematic and quite epic. Will you be attending the coronation? I will be there, yes. Um, And I'm feeling very excited about it. It's uh, going to be quite an auspicious uh, ceremony, I feel. It's going to be quite special. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. And um, I can't wait to hear pretty sing and all the music actually from all the composers within the abbey just to hear what it's all going to sound like in in that acoustic it's going to be quite special all the music used in this episode is from sarah class's album resonate and that's it from the leader this podcast is back tomorrow at 4 p.m